actually state what your podcast goals are. How are you going to know if you've improved your podcast results if you don't have those goals defined? So what are the goals of your podcast? Where do you want to take it? Where do you see it going? What is your three-month goal, your six-month goal, your year goal? Is it to still have a podcast in a year? Did we celebrate that if you made it? Actually state those goals, celebrate them, write them down somewhere, and then you'll know, hey, I've improved my podcast and I hit this result. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be sharing 15 ways to improve your podcast results today. Now, none of these are in any type of order. It's literally just me kind of brain dumping the things that I've seen really help people get the podcast results that they want. Before we jump in, I do want to say to pick three of these things to improve on and focus on those. If you're already doing some of these, awesome. Yay. Love that. So happy that you're doing that. But I do want to make sure that you aren't overwhelmed and thinking, oh my goodness, Alicia, I have to do all of these things. There's no way I can do all of these things. That's not what I'm saying at all. Just take three things from this list and then work on those. All right. Number one, perfect audio or perfect your audio, right? That is the number one way that you can improve your show. And I did say these weren't in any particular order, but that one's the most important to me. Making sure that your podcast audio quality is gold is so much more important than it has ever been before. And you'll see time and time again, whenever you look at these lists of like, how to improve my podcast, how to have a better podcast, the thing that they all talk about is the podcast audio. It is so stinking important. So how can you do that? First thing, make sure that you're recording in a quiet space, a place where there's no fans running, hopefully no AC running, where you're maybe not facing the street where the loud trucks go by, or you've got some windows that kind of keep everything quiet. So make sure you're in a quiet space. One of my favorite places to record, which is not where I currently record, and I can't use it anymore, but it is the walk-in closet that is now in my kid's bedroom. Now it's a toy closet, so I can't really use it. The echo would be terrible and the bouncing off of the different flat surfaces would be not great. But that was my favorite place because back when my husband and I had that room to ourselves and it was our walk-in closet, all of our clothes were hung up. And so it was the perfect place to just walk in there, shut the door. It was the quietest place in the house. I could even record while my kids were home, which I can't do anymore in my office because I can hear them through the walls and my microphone picks them up. So When I record, I make sure they're not home or they're outside, making sure that I am recording in a quiet space. So that's the first way to perfect your audio. And I'm going to go through a couple of these. 
The second way is to double check your equipment. So I did this right before I hopped on here. I double checked that my headphones were coming in through the right space on Audacity. That's where I record my solos. And lo and behold, I pressed record. I said, testing, testing, one, two, three. And it was picking up from my microphone on my computer. And I was like, wait, no, that's not what it's supposed to do. Listened back to it. It sounded terrible. It's not what I needed it to do. Then changed the microphone setting and ensured that I did another test before I pressed record to start recording this. So that's really important. Third is to invest in a good software, like an audio repair software or support. So like my team, where we help podcasters by taking over the editing, that way they don't have to do it. They also get the strategy and the all of the uploading, all that fun stuff. So making sure that you either have the software that you need to make sure that your audio quality is fantastic. One software that I really like, but can be a little bit of a learning curve is Isotope RX. That's one that my team uses to clean up our clients' audio. It helps with mouth clicks, with breaths, plosives, the hard S's that can sometimes happen in podcasts if there's not a good microphone or pop filter and all that stuff. Also helps with if the guest is not wearing headphones and they have a bit of an echo or a reverb, then I can clean that up as well. So if you're going to DIY it, great, get the right tools or invest in support that can help you. Second way to improve your podcast results today is taking time in your recording. Don't just power through. Don't just keep going if you're stumbling over your words, especially one, if you have an editor or two, if you're editing it yourself. One tip that I always like to tell people who are DIYing it is take a moment, pause for five seconds and then go again. And what that allows you to do is see it very clearly in the audio that you need to go back and fix that. Or you could even do pausing for 10 seconds. Whatever works for you, just let your guests know, hey, if you just stop talking for 10 seconds, if you need to repeat something, then I can go back in and easily edit that and you can do it yourself. So that way your guest knows, you know, and it helps with that editing in post-production. Number three in how to improve your podcast results, and I think this one is so overlooked, it is bananas, and that is niche down. And if you've already niched down, how can you niche down even further? People want to listen to podcasts and feel like they're in a sense of community and that they found their people. But if you're talking to everyone, then you're not going to attract the kind of clients the kind of listeners that you really want to attract because you're so focused on talking to everyone. We saw this with a past client that we had where they would talk about specifically helping females in tech who create WordPress websites and they wanted to create a business around that service. So they're talking to a very specific woman They're talking to a very specific person. And when those people listen to the podcast, they are thinking and feeling, oh my goodness, this is for me. Where has this podcast been? They are talking to me. And I love that so much because it allows you, one, to show up as your awesome self and to give your audience such incredible value where you 
don't have to figure out what you're talking about because you already know what that person is struggling with. But if you're talking to everyone and they have so many struggles, it can be hard to decide what it is that you're going to talk about. And it can be hard to really feel excited about the content that you're creating. Number four, share your podcast everywhere. I feel like all of these are such underutilized tips in improving your podcast results, but share your podcast everywhere. If you're going to share your podcast on social media, don't just share your Apple podcast link. I saw this just yesterday on Facebook where a Facebook friend posted and said, where are all my awesome business babe podcasters? And so, I mean, sometimes I feel like a business babe. So I went in there and I commented, listeners to leads, we help podcasters use their podcasts to generate leads for their business, which she was like, awesome. And so I started scrolling through the other comments and there were close to 100 comments on there. Awesome, cool. But about 50% of the people who commented either didn't leave a link at all for anyone to find their podcast, or they specifically shared a Apple podcast link or a Spotify link. You guys know I love Spotify as a listening app. I use them to listen to my podcast. I use them to listen to music, but not everyone does. And the same goes for Apple. So do not just share one platform. Instead, share your website page, or if you don't have a website, your podcast host page, where they can find their listening app right on there very easily to then be able to listen to your show. So continuing on number four, which was share your podcast everywhere, talk about it on social media, talk about it with people that you meet and interact with. With the majority of the population now understanding what podcasts are, it's not like you're going to have to say, oh, I have a podcast. And then they're like, well, what's that? Most of the time, people are going to be like, wow, that's so cool. Where can I listen? So share about your podcast. Tell people about what it is that you do, especially like if the opportunity arises, if you're just randomly in the grocery store and you walk up to people and say, hey, you should listen to my podcast. We're not going to do that, right? (laughs) Not that. That's not what I'm talking about. But in opportunities where it feels good and it makes sense, talk about your show. All right, number five, plan out your podcast content. You know how I feel about this. We've talked about podcast content and planning it out so many times on this show. We'll make sure to link those episodes in the show notes, but make sure that you're taking the time to plan out those episodes, to really even plan out the style the outline. If you are an outline person, write that script if you're a script person, but make sure above and beyond that you are providing value for your audience. That is the most important thing. Moving on to number six, talk about things that are actually interesting to you. Your audience can hear it if you're excited about the topic. If you're like, wah, 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 here we are again. We're talking about this thing today. Nobody wants to listen to you talk about that. I know that I could talk about podcasting and get freaking jazzed. (laughs) People don't say that, right? Like freaking jazzed. I get excited 
so stinking excited about podcasting and the direction it's going and what it does for our clients and the ability to just empower their voices to be heard in a time where, you know, the majority of our clients are women, where women's voices tend to be stifled and overlooked. And just being able to be a part of that gets me pumped. I get so excited about it. Obviously, you can hear it in my voice. I get excited. So make sure that the topics you're talking about, obviously, you don't have to have my level of excitement, but show interest in it. Show that you're knowledgeable about it and that it's something that you are passionate about, something you care about, or something that you know enough information about that you can show up as an expert with stories and examples and ways to make the conversation more interesting. So make sure the topic's interesting to you. That way it interests your audience. Number seven, have some interesting guests. And I know I already used the word interesting, but we're gonna keep going with it. Have interesting guests on your show. And I'm gonna take this one a few steps further. And when you have those interesting people on your show, actually listen to them. This is where that editing comes in, where you don't just power through all of your questions or power through trying to get through the conversation and we only have this limited amount of time, so I'm just gonna run through these questions really quick and then you lose your audience. The guest doesn't get the opportunity to really have a conversation and share their expertise because you just end up powering through with questions and then what happens when you run out of questions and the time is too short, right? So like actually take the time to listen to your guest Hear what they have to say, and then what's your follow-up to that? Where is your mind going with that? Take a few seconds if you need to. I do this, and you guys don't hear it because my wonderful editing team, (laughs) after the guest says something, if it's really important or it's really good, and I'm really ruminating on it or I'm thinking about it, I'll say, huh, that's really interesting. I have another question. Just give me a second. And I'll be quiet and I'll think through where do I want to take this conversation? Or even I'll say, hey, I'm not sure how I want to take this conversation. Jess, who's my editor for my show, cut this out. Let me just come up with my next question. I want to make sure that it's thoughtful. And that's okay. The guest is usually not offended by me taking a moment to collect my thoughts. I'm pretty sure I'm ADD and so I get distracted really easily. And so questions I might have, I forget. Or I'm like, hey, I have three points that I want to do, or I want three questions that I want to follow up with. And I'll say, I have three questions or two points from what you just said. I'll say the first point, and then I totally blank on the second one. I'm like, give me a second. It'll come back to me. And that's okay. With podcasting, there's the ability to edit it down. It's not live. No one is watching you look like this. (laughs) No one's watching you pause and collect your thoughts. And I think that's just the beauty of podcasting, right? Like, that's why I love it. Okay, taking that number seven a step further in having interesting guests, we talked about actually listening to them. And then next, make sure that those guests are diverse, that you are getting people from different backgrounds, from different points of view, different life experiences, that they can share their knowledge and their information with your audience in a way that is still drives the information home, 
but is from a different point of view where maybe the listeners can actually see themselves in the guest. Taking that a step further, prepare your guests. Make sure that they know how long the episode's going to be, the style of the conversation. You'd hope that they would listen to the show ahead of time, but if they don't, that's okay. Have that information for them. This is the audience. This is who's listening. This is where I want to take the conversation today. And that leads me to my last sub point under that one, which is be prepared. Make sure that you are prepared yourself for the interview that you don't feel like, uh, what are we talking about? Who are you? Where are we going with this conversation? It literally can sometimes just take 15 minutes beforehand, search them on Google, look at their stuff, maybe listen to a podcast episode if you have more time, but review their intake form. That way you're showing up intentionally to the conversation as well. Number eight in improving your podcast results is telling relevant stories and information. So obviously I have shared quite a few examples and stories as I'm talking through these 15 ways to improve your podcast results. And maybe I'm going a little overboard with some of these examples or the amount of examples, but I feel like it's really to drive home these topics. And I'm not saying, oh, well, we're talking about guesting. So let me tell you about something that happened at my kid's soccer game. Obviously, that doesn't make any sense. You would want to talk about something that is referencing podcast guesting. So making sure that the side tangents are kept to a minimum and that you are telling relevant stories, not getting distracted and talking about things that are not on topic. One way that I am able to do this, especially for my solo episodes, because I would love to go off on tangents nonstop, is to have an outline. It helps me come back to focus when I get distracted. It helps me, okay, what's my next point? What was the point I was on? Where am I going with this conversation? Just kind of helps my brain stay focused. Number nine, Tell your audience where they can connect with you, letting them know on the podcast, hey, I hang out on Instagram. This is the kind of content you can expect over there. I'd love it if you came and hang out with me. That lets them know that you like to hang out, to come hang out with you, gives them a call to action, but it also helps with that podcast results side of moving your people from listeners into your DMs and potentially into leads. Number 10, listen to other people's podcasts and see what's working and what's not. When was the last time that you listened to a podcast episode? What did you like? What did you not like? Most of the time, you'll find that if you listen to podcasts, you're pretty clear on the things that you like and the things you don't. Even if you only listen to podcasts for entertainment or you only listen to educational podcasts, it doesn't really matter. You can know pretty easily what those two things are. And so how can you take those things that you like or don't like and make sure that you are using that information to create a better podcast for your audience? Number 11, pay attention to the criticism that comes. This could be of your show or even someone else's show. We had one client where her podcast episodes were about 40 to 45 minutes long and her audience came back and a few people, not a bunch, but a few people said, hey, my commute's like 20 minutes. Can you keep your episodes around 20 minutes? 
And so now we've moved her episodes down to about 20 to 30 minutes. That way they can still cover all the information that they want to cover during the conversation. And it adheres to the criticism or the suggestion of narrowing it down. Now, if we have a guest where the content is so good and we just need to have this conversation, we will either split that into a two-part episode or we will cut it and then give the YouTube side an exclusive version of the podcast to give that extra information that we thought was really good, but we needed to take it out of the conversation. So we want to still give them a way to listen to it. Number 12, and I feel like this one should have been earlier in the list, but like I said, these are not in any particular order. Actually state what your podcast goals are. How are you going to know if you've improved your podcast results if you don't have those goals defined? So what are the goals of your podcast? Where do you want to take it? Where do you see it going? What is your three-month goal? your six-month goal, your year goal? Is it to still have a podcast in a year? Did we celebrate that if you made it? No, let's celebrate it then. Actually state those goals, celebrate them, write them down somewhere, and then you'll know, hey, I've improved my podcast and I hit this result. Number 13, repurpose your content so that your podcast is not a one and done. We have episodes on repurposing your podcast content. It is such an underused strategy. And if you're already creating this podcast content for your business and for your listeners and for your potential clients, then how else can you repurpose it? So for me, I'm going to take this episode and I'm going to write 15 different posts on how to improve your podcast results. And day one, day two, day three, day four, and just up through day 15, 15 ways to improve your podcast results. And I can take the audio from this, take the transcript, write my little notes, easily write a little caption for it based on what I'm already sharing. And I can grab these examples that I'm already sharing with you now and have those as examples to give my social media followers. I can also write a blog post, which is what I probably plan on doing with this one as well, and just say 15 ways to improve your podcast results today. That'll do great for people who are looking on Google for ways to improve their podcast. And then I'll show up more for SEO and also get more out of this content that I have spent time looking at, listing out, recording. I want to be able to utilize this as best I can. So I think it's a great way to take what you already have, make the most of it. Number 14, optimize for SEO. That is going to improve your podcast results. So when I was looking at different ideas for content that I could talk about, and I talked about this, I'm pretty sure in my episode about using your podcast statistics to make better decisions for your podcast, when I talked about that, I shared that I saw that one of my episodes was getting a lot of search results from podcast statistics. I realized, oh, that episode is a year old. How can I talk about this again? I did that and our impressions went up so much compared to what they were before. Click-throughs weren't as much as I would have liked to have them, but the impressions still went up. So the SEO was working. 
that is one way to make sure that your podcast is optimized for SEO, making sure that the description is clearly stating out what the episode is about, make sure that the title is optimized. We have an episode called SEO for your podcast. It's in our tech tip series. We'll make sure to link that as well in the show notes if you're looking for more strategies around that. And my last tip, which is a very Enneagram one (laughs) tip, and that is number 15, use templates, checklists, and outlines to help you stay on track with your content and your podcast and the momentum that you are creating with your show. So make sure you have those templates, make sure you have checklists that help you tick off those boxes, make sure that you are doing everything that you can to improve your podcast results so that you know at the end of the day, you've done everything on your side that you possibly can to make a better podcast. All right, those are my 15 ways to improve your podcast results today. I'm gonna run through them one more time just to kind of give you guys uh, list by list if you're driving and you're like, wait, what were those again? Again, I also wanna make sure that you know, like I said at the beginning, only pick three of these to work on, all right? Don't feel overwhelmed or like you have to do a bunch of stuff. All right, number one, perfect your audio. Number two, take time in your recording. Don't just power through. Number three, niche down. Number four, share your podcast everywhere. Number five, plan out your podcast content. Number six, talk about things that actually interest you. Number seven, have interesting guests on your show. Number eight, tell relevant stories. Number nine, tell your audience where to connect with you after the show. Number 10, listen to other podcasts to see what is working and what is not. Number 11, pay attention to criticism of your show or someone else's show. Number 12, actually state what your podcast goals are. Number 13, repurpose your content so that your podcast is not just a one and done. Number 14, optimize your show for SEO. And number 15, use templates, checklists, and outlines to help you stay on track with your content. All right, which three did you pick that you're going to work on? I want you to send me a DM on Instagram at alicia.galati. Let me know what you're working on with your podcast. I am always happy to support you or share you in all of the places wherever I can. Until next time, happy podcasting. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.